0: hundreds of jobs that will pay you to think, solve, make, create and design. In How Did I Get To It? I speak to entrepreneurs, leaders, trendsetters and trailblazers in some of the world's most desirable jobs and ask them how did you get here? Today I'm speaking with Anthony Arvanitakis um, who is the creator of Bodyweight Muscle which is an online business and YouTube channel that focuses on creating a fit lifestyle by narrowing down your workouts to the most essential bodyweight exercises, creating both an impressive strong and lean physique and also a functional body. Training anywhere, anytime and spending more time outdoors and Anthony spoke to me about kind of turning what was a passion into a profession and the kind of... um, incidents in his life that led to that. Uh, this, so I've done this one slightly differently because Anthony wanted to actually just sent some questions and kind of record answers to them so you won't actually hear me in this, you'll just hear Anthony. Um, but anyway, yeah without further ado, I hope you enjoy my interview with Anthony Avantakis.
1: Hello Elliot, sorry for the late reply but Things have been very hectic lately. I'm trying to grow my personal training business. And uh, I've been basically working every day from 6 in the morning until uh, about 8 p.m. at the night. Uh, after which I need to decompress, of course, to get some sleep. So uh, let's get started with the interview. Question number one. What is your life story in three one-sentence bullets bullet points? Well... Number one, regular, normal childhood, uh, did sports, loved rowing a lot, uh, then went to study in uh, sports science and physical education. Bullet point number two, uh, I have my big accident, spent a lot of years depressed, after which uh, I wake up in my life again, I would say, uh, and see... All the potential, all the hidden potential I had, and I've been—I had been wasting all that time. Number three, uh, I pursue a life that I now enjoy. Something against the norms of everything I was taught as a kid. Uh, I'm trying to live from my passion, and uh, I'm always trying to evolve and learn, which is. It's great, adventurous, very challenging at times, but I wouldn't change it for anything. Next question. Tell me about a day in your life that you'll never forget. Why will you never forget it? Walk me through it. Hmm. I guess that would be the day of my amputation. So... After having gone through all five years of depression, of uh, reconstructive surgery, trying to fix my leg and all that, uh, I decided to have my leg amputated to move on with my life. And I clearly remember that day, not because it was really difficult, it was actually pretty peaceful because I finally had a solution, so it was snowy outside I was in the hospital waiting for my operation. I was alone. It was something I to do. I wanted to do alone because everybody else was stressed. I was pretty uh, relaxed. And I remember my my talk with the guy that uh, brought me down to the surgery room on the the bed with the uh, the rolling bed. What's that called? And um, yeah, I remember being nervous, of course, once uh, Like it was 5 or 10 minutes before the surgery and I remember waking up um, feeling like, yeah, okay, this wasn't that hard. Uh, I finally have, uh, I can finally move on in my life. Next question. Tell me about an event in your childhood or teen years that has shaped the adult you are now childhood or teen years I would say that I wouldn't be able to pinpoint it in one event it would be mostly most of of a collection of my experiences with professional sports so I was a rower you know I always wanted to excel in rowing I thought that would be my future You know, I wanted to get into the Olympic training team, but uh, I never got to do that because I wasn't, although I trained hard, I wasn't that uh, genetically gifted. But um, I realized one day uh, that even if I would accomplish that, I wouldn't be happy because that that wasn't what I really wanted. Uh, And I realized that basically it's not, you know, it's a cliche, but it's a cliche because It does, it is true. It's not about the destination, you know, even if you get that gold medal. Because, you know, I had a a good year, we got a golden medal when I was 23. That's a little bit past my teen years. But I realized that, you know, even when you get that thing you've been craving so much, you know, it doesn't really feel that amazing. Uh, It's mostly the experiences you gain along the way. So, yeah, it's about the journey, it's not about the destination. That's the how for me professional sports uh, shaped me and um, they also gave me great work ethic I would say they made me realize that you know once uh, if I have passion about something I can work really hard for it next question can you name three people you've met that have had a profound influence on you who are they why what did they I guess you mean what? What did they? How did they influence me? Uh, oh, why did they? Okay, three people. First person would be my grandfather. Uh, really hardworking guy. Uh, probably a guy with one of the hardest work ethics I've met. Uh, my grandfather worked, lived, left Greece, and worked. Uh, went to the states and worked uh, thirty years in a factory a Ford factory uh, just for his family to be able to, you know, have a better life. And he used to tell me, like, very proudfully how he never, ever got drunk in his life, you know, uh, how he never smoked a cigarette and things like that, you know, which I I, I don't condemn, you know, I wouldn't condemn someone for getting drunk or, you know, for sure. Uh, I've done it and I'll I'll probably do it again. But, um, you know, just the way... Uh, how pure his heart was, uh, and his, yeah, his whole philosophy in life. Yeah, He, he had a really pure heart, and uh, he was a guy I admired a lot as a kid. First guy that I connected to. The second guy would be my coach in Kanoe uh, Kayak. So he that was the first coach that believed in me when I was 21. Uh, sorry, 20, I started doing Kanoe Kayak as a student. Uh, that's the flat water one, you know, not the, the the one you do going downwards through rivers. It's the one you do, uh, you sprint um, uh, in flat water. So basically, this was the first guy that believed in me and put faith in me. And, uh, you know, I realized that it's important to have someone to believe in you. It's It's very difficult to accomplish something. If nobody is like on your side, nobody uh, supports your goals. And um, yeah, that was one of the guys really that also uh, served me as a a male role model. Uh, Having more faith in myself, more confidence. Uh, Those are the the values I, I gained from him. The third person I would say was someone I never met in close, in person. But uh, he was the guy that inspired me to start my online, online uh, project, my online business and all that. That was Elliot Hulse, who I found on YouTube. And yeah, he was a great source of inspiration because he, he showed me that if you're methodic with something, if you work at it, if you're consistent, uh, and if you try to also see life in a, a little bit of a more spiritual way, uh, great things can happen. Next question, tell me about the first hour of your day. What does it usually look like, specifically any habits or morning routines that you have? So this is something that has been changing, you know, um, through time. I used to meditate every morning. Nowadays, what I do is I uh, I wake up. That's a quarter to six, 5.45 in the morning. And uh, I dress up. And I go for a short walk outside. So I walk to this coffee place, grab a cup of a cup of coffee, and uh, I really enjoy walking in town when it's peaceful like that, uh, feeling like the only person awake, because <laughs> uh, it's not that busy at least where I live. Uh, and yeah, it's something that helps me wake up, uh, helps me um, turn on my brain before I sit on my laptop and I start writing. Uh, so, uh, first activity of the day is uh, writing my, one of my books, my fitness books, you know, something that needs both cre- creativity and uh, uh, being methodic. So, uh, that's like my morning routine, I would say. So, get up, get a, go for a walk, get a cup of coffee, uh, sit down on my laptop and uh, start working. After which, I'm going to have a break again for a second a cup of decaf coffee and uh, i'll listen 20 minutes to uh, my favorite podcast usually that's uh, bill burr's podcast something to uh, relax me before i move on to my next task of the day next question do you have any tricks hacks or for getting up early or getting up when you are tired what are they So uh, getting up early, first of all, first hack, which isn't that much of a hack, is uh, sleeping early, which, you know, I'm not always successful at, especially on busy days, but uh, I try to basically uh, start decompressing the previous night at least two hours before I fall in bed. So I I try to, uh, two hours before before I want to sleep, I want to be in bed. Uh, Either I'm going to read something or I'm going to watch something relaxing uh on netflix so you know i used to not i used to be sort of against having screens on before you go to bed uh, but i've you know i have now nowadays i have uh special filters you know those blue light filters and uh i think if you have that uh, makes a big difference for your eyes and if you watch something relaxing it's not that bad it can help you fall asleep uh, so that's one hack next hack is you know the moment your alarm clock uh, starts to buzz you you have to get up uh, one trick for that is leaving it away from your bed so you you have to get up in order to uh, go turn it off um, and the third hack is uh, walking so uh, if you get up and you just sit in your couch or whatever uh, you're gonna feel sleepy again uh, when you're especially when you're tired so you know when you are tired as you asked uh, It's a good idea to go for a stroll. At least 10 minutes, I would say. Um, So, you know, walk five minutes towards one direction and five minutes towards the other. Get a cup of coffee if you want and uh, then get started with the day. Tell me... Next question. Tell me what you do for a living without using your job title. Hmm. Okay. I... uh, Half of the day, I work on uh, my online business. So that's creating content, uh, fitness-related content, bodyweight exercise-related uh, content mostly, and the rest of the day, I personally train people. Uh, so again, uh, weight uh, exercise is what I focus on, and that's the, the tool I use to get people stronger, uh, improve their life in general. Uh, I also help uh, give them some additional nutritional advice and I also try to sprinkle some uh, mental mm, mental hacks, I guess, to improve their, their day. Uh, try to uh, spread some positive energy, I guess, in my own ways. Next question. What did you do at work yesterday? Uh, well, usually it's my typical schedule. So work, wake up 6 o'clock, work on my online business, have some breaks here and there. After that, work out. After that, train, uh, do some personal coaching. And uh, after that, go home, cook, eat, and uh, get some rest. Next question. Why, why do you do what you do? What need does your job fulfill other than paying the bills? Um... Well, for me, it's very important to be able to serve people through something you'll consider yourself good at, something that that you're always trying to uh, evolve at. So, you know, you need to have passion, I think, for what you do uh, because that's the only way to keep evolving at it and that's the best way to serve people. Um, And um, other needs? Hmm... Yeah, it, it gives me purpose in life. You know, it's something when uh your job, when you like, you really like your job, you're going to constantly try to evolve and improve at it. And, you know, that's a constant goal for life because you'll have to be constantly learning, evolving. And, you know, by evolving in my job, I also feel that like I always uh, evolve in all uh, other parts of my life. So it's, you know, it's something that it's a mentality that spreads into the rest of my life. Uh, next question: What is the book or books you've given most as a gift, and why? Or what are one to three books that you have greatly that have greatly influenced you in life? Uh, I would say Mastery by Robert Greene is the book that I've promoted most, given as a gift, because um, uh, it's one of the best books. To understand how to become good at anything. Uh, It's a really big book. I recommend the audio version. Audio book if you like audio books. The narrative is pretty good. Uh, Next question connected to that question I think. What book has most made you question your life decisions? Huh? Question my life decisions. I would say the same book. Mastery by Robert Greene. Yeah, uh, Yeah. once again, it's that book because uh, it, it helps you a lot to look back in retrospect and uh, analyze your childhood, analyze everything you've done in life and uh, how you can take advantage of that to uh, choose, first of all, if you haven't yet, what you want to get good at uh, and how to make that your profession. So, uh, moving on, next question. Body, what was your first real experience with what you do now for a living when you thought I'd like to do something like that? Mm. Well, ever since I was a kid, I did a lot of sports, but the first sport that I did that I loved was rowing. So, uh, you know, at first I thought I'd be a professional athlete, but that didn't work out. And um, then I realized that, you know, I would like to. Use exercise in general. The uh, the benefits that I reaped from exercise, I would like to uh, share those with other people. Uh, explain to other people how uh, exercise can be such such a big uh, such a helpful tool in your life for not only your body but also your mind. Next question: Where did you where did the drive or confidence come from? What from to do that oh sorry i skipped it. no i didn't skip the question so where did the drive or confidence come from to do that who or what made you feel like you could do it or what or that you had nothing to lose by trying i think the drive and confidence came from my accident came from uh, you know losing a leg and realizing that life is short to do something that you hate to not pursue your passions, to not, you know, uh, go for it, whatever that is. Uh, either that's your job or, you know, things you want to accomplish in life. Uh, basically, the mentality that my accident was, you know, find what I want to do in life, give it a try and see if it works out. You know, if it doesn't, you can always go back to doing what you'd be originally doing. So, you know, things that you that didn't have that much aspiration in them, I guess. So, we, I, I, you know, especially if you, like uh, most of the people listening, reading this, if you live in a modern place where you have water, some food, a roof over your head, uh, you, you don't really have anything to lose, you know. Maybe you'll go broke, maybe whatever. You'll probably still be taken care of you know, at a special facility in your town. Uh, so you have to leave on the street for a while. I don't know. What's the worst that can happen? Um, You know, you always have, I think, you can always get back on your feet or foot, as in my case, uh, when you live in the places most of us live. Next question. Have you at any point thought, wow, this is harder than I thought it was going to be? If so, how did you deal with... Answer how did you deal or answer that voice in your head well i think i go through that like every single day probably if not every day every uh, every other day for sure uh, you're always going to come across obstacles and I, you're always going to struggle with your demons i don't think you really get over uh get rid of your demons you just learn to fight with them and uh you know, you learn new moves. Some days they in your, they find out new moves. And uh, it's a constant battle, I think. But um, if you maintain a positive attitude and you're stubborn uh, as, as, as much as I am, uh, you just learn to uh, jump over every obstacle. Uh, and that's how you keep evolving. Next question. What advice would you give to a smart, driven, 20-something Year old, uh, about to enter the world of work. If you can't think of anything, what's the best advice you've been ever been given? Um, best advice, what advice? Uh, be methodic. Try to, um, basically, first of all, start by writing the things you want to do every morning. You need to have a list with things you want to do. Always look for ways to evolve, to improve at what you do and uh, have systems, you know, create systems where uh, you can basically, you, you learn how to do every, everything you do every day. Try to find ways to do it more efficiently because uh, that's going to free more time for you uh, to get better at your job, better at, at, uh, at it than other people next to you, that way you go uh, you're going to get better places in life and you're going to keep evolving in comparison with, you know, just being a robot every day, uh, going to work and uh, just putting enough effort to not get fired. I would say that my, that's my advice. Next question. What about someone who wanted to start a YouTube channel? Well, you know, it's, it's not that easy. There's so much content out there. Uh, I mean, I started so many years ago, and I don't really have a big following. The good thing with my following is that, uh, although it's not big, it's uh, quite um, faithful, I would say to me. Uh, so people who do follow and like my work, uh, they they always have, uh, they always support me to the in the best way. So if you want to start a YouTube channel, give it time. Like, don't expect results within your first year. And find a way to make it uh, entertaining so you know creating videos and all that don't just do it to get views and liked by people do it uh, see it as a tool to evolve for me that was it was that in the beginning you know it was a tool to learn to be a bit more social a little little bit more uh, talkative a little bit more uh, to improve my communication skills because I sucked at it in the beginning and you know I'm still not that good Uh, I don't know at least that's what how I see it so see it as a way to evolve as a person not to get views and likes that's my advice how do you measure the size of a person what's your measure of whether or not someone is a good person hmm it's difficult difficult question I guess a good person is someone who can see that there's more strength in a team than a single person there's more uh, it's more efficient to have a collective mindset you know Uh, it's better if me and you uh, try to evolve together than me trying to evolve by stepping on you so those are the people that i try to socialize with every day to keep in a close circle you know people that will have my back uh, the same way i have their back and people who uh, try to grow stronger with me, you know, mentally and physically. Uh, well, not always physically, but uh, at least in one of those two aspects. Next question. What three character traits do you think people are good? Uh, sorry, what three character traits do you think people who are good at what you do have in common? Why those character traits? And, uh, that, I wouldn't say there are three because everybody has different strengths and different weaknesses. But, uh, hmm, yeah, maybe there are some common ones. I would say being methodic. So, um, yeah, working in an organized way and uh, looking a little bit further in the future uh, instead of trying to gain results as as fast as possible. You know, something I did in the beginning. Typical mistake. Uh, So that's one trait. Another trait is loving what you do, of course. And the other trait is finding the value in it for you because if you try to be too like altruistic and all that uh you're gonna get um what's the word i'm looking for you you're gonna get uh burned out so you need to find uh, how do i evolve by helping other people Uh, i think that's a good point to remember Tell me about a time in your life that you've struggled or felt lost, could be personally or professionally. Hmm. I would say when I first started my uh, online, I, at least I tried to start my online business, you know, uh, the first three years I wasn't making really any money. So it was something I was putting a lot of effort in, but it felt mostly like a hobby, which was okay in the beginning. But then I realized, you know... Uh, I'm only going to be extremely mediocre or not not even mediocre at this if uh if it doesn't become my work because I was also doing other jobs and I didn't have a lot of time for it. So Yeah, that that was a difficult time like I was I remember working in this uh basement cutting, cutting sandwiches at this uh in the center of Amsterdam in Holland. Uh at this cafe and uh my leg would be i had a lot of pain with my leg because i had to stand uh, still all day on my feet uh, and not go back home in the train feeling very yeah having a lot of pain uh and i was i was that was a time i really questioned what i was doing Uh, felt pretty lost but what i always did is before going to bed I uh, talked to myself and told me that it's gonna work out and I'm gonna figure it out and uh, it's gonna be okay. So that's what kept me going. Next, how was a failure or apparent failure set up? Oh, sorry. How has a failure or apparent failure set you up for later success? Do you have a favorite failure of yours? I have a bunch of them. I would say my first book. Because uh, I wrote my first book like three times, and the first two just bombed. Uh, they didn't really uh, do well, but the third time I wrote it, uh, I took things a little more seriously. I started reading books on how to write. I improved my writing skills. I I rethought everything, and I put a deadline. Um, and uh, yeah, that's when uh, my first book became a bestseller. So. Uh, First two times were awful, were a failure. I didn't sell like more than, I don't know, 10 copies or something like that. And that was, of course, like mostly family members and stuff like that. And, but the third way a time was, yeah, it worked out. So uh, those first two times, those were some good lessons, some good failures. Next question. If you had a gun to your head and you and had to uh, have one phrase to do it on yourself, what would it be? one phrase okay so I'm just gonna imagine this quickly in my head and tell it to you Uh, change is inevitable I think that would be the the sentence Uh, probably written in a cooler way or a cooler alphabet Uh, but yeah change is inevitable things are always changing uh, so you need to adapt yeah Next question. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? Uh, I would say that would be working on myself, reading books on self-development. Uh, that's been the best investment I've made. Uh, yeah. Easy question. Short answer. Next. When you hear the word successful, who or what comes to mind? Hmm. Maybe when I was younger and more vain it would be like rich people nowadays it's, it's people that um, people that are happy uh, no matter what basically you know if you if a person if, if you have take a person and if you can take all his money away and his success and uh, his belongings. And that and his like girlfriend and his wife, um, and that guy can be still happy. For me, that's a su- successful guy, uh, n- not someone who's um, basically happy based on specific conditions. Next question Anything you're currently struggling with or trying to improve? Hmm, yeah, of course, always. I guess one would right now would be mm, trying to be a better person. I think that's the the common struggle I have all my life trying to be better uh improving character traits that are are difficult to change that are rooted in uh childhood rooted in like really traumatic events um Yeah, trying to improve character flaws, uh, I guess. I mean, that's a little bit vague and broad, but um, yeah, trying to let go, I would say, if you want something more specific, trying to let go of uh, being successful, uh, basically making being successful at my job uh, synonymous to uh, being happy. So that's one thing I'm trying to... Uh, untangle Uh, yeah that's something I I keep going back and forth to so next question in the last 5 years what new belief behavior or habit has most improved your life the last 5 years Mm. well exercise for sure cause uh, I didn't exercise for years before I started this project again uh Number two, doing creative things, playing music mm, and writing. So not not necessarily for my job, just writing more creative stuff like for example, right now I'm writing a, a kid story. Um, so uh, yeah, being creative, I think and uh, exercise would be the best uh, habits. Uh, so those are habits, behavior would be, yeah, trying to be happy. No matter what the conditions are around me, uh, trying to find parts of the day where I can just uh, relax and uh, detach myself from the mask that I wear in society. I guess uh, that's something I do often. Uh, you know, not trying, to, trying not to be attached to the mask I have to wear. Because, you know, I mean, we all try to be authentic in this and that, but we still have to wear, to wear um, a basic, a simple mask to uh, be a little bit more fitting in society, which is normal. I think that's not something you ever get rid of. Uh, next question. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm always repeating, rehearsing stuff in my head. Uh, When it comes to social uh, situations, that's probably because I'm socially awkward since I was a kid. Um, And it it doesn't have to be something important. Sometimes it can be the most simple things, I guess. Mm, That's the reason, I guess. Next, what do you do? Oh, sorry. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? Most grateful. I would say good friends, yeah, good, uh, honest, real friends, you need those, (laughs) if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be, easy one, that would be uh, teaching myself that you can get pretty good at most things, if you are methodic, if you work on them every day, you know, just put some work at it every day, be methodic, uh, and give it time. Uh, I, I'm not saying you can be like the best in the world, but you can easily climb up to uh, 10% of the best people at what you want to uh, do. So, you know, like if you want to be an author, I think you can climb up to that 10%. Uh, of best authors, of the niche you want to write in, um, in time, through time, of course, and if you only do that, or that could be anything, of course. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Uh, yeah, I would like to be able to travel uh, a lot more. So um, the reason I don't do it is money. Time, work. Um, I would like to make my life automated in a way that uh, I can have a vacation, travel the world every three months for at least a week. That would be cool. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Uh, I would like to think that that's still something in the future. Uh, But of course, if you mean until now, Greatest accomplishment would be, for me, believing in myself. I never really did that. And uh, I've come to have a lot of faith in me. Uh, And that comes from understanding that, you know, you are your worst enemy. Again, another cliche, but uh, it's a cliche because it's true. What does networking look like to you? Networking. Networking looks to me... It's, some, it's when you find people with uh, people that look towards a common direction in life and uh, have the belief that uh, a rising tide uh, raises all ships. Is that the expression? I think you can, uh, You know what I mean. You can Google it, but uh, sometimes my English are bad. Yeah, people who have that mindset. Next question. In what situation... Do you feel most uncomfortable or most at risk when sharing your opinion? How do you deal with it if forced to speak? Um, it's mainly when I'm uh, emotionally charged. So uh, there are often times that uh, I can get pretty char- emotionally charged. And uh, I usually try to avoid talking at moments like that because... Uh, when you're coming strictly from emotion, it doesn't always bring the best out of you or the the, the most right. Uh, it, it's not the best way to express hmm, a correct opinion. So uh, I try to avoid talking when I'm emotionally charged. And I try to talk only about things that uh, I've thought in the past, that I've done some research, you know. Uh, I guess that would be the answer. How do you deal with it if forced to speak? So let's say I'm emotionally charged and I have to speak. I I try to take big breaths to look, to observe my breath a little bit, you know, things like that to calm me down. And uh, I try to, uh, if I feel like I'm going to like 100%, sorry, no, if I feel like from 1 to 10, I want to be ten. At number ten in terms of uh, being extreme, I'll try to dial it down at five. So if I want to say that, you know, he's an idiot, I'm gonna say, uh, he's not the smartest person I've met. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm gonna try to frame things like that. Question specific to guest indicates follow up questions. Ooh, these are a lot questions. Okay uh what did bodyweight muscle start as tell me the, the first, about the first video so my first video was a video on how to do pull-ups at home without a pull-up bar if i remember correct uh it was uh, and the fact was the reason i did that was because i didn't have a pull i didn't even have a pull-up bar when i got started training at home i basically had nothing so i used to pull myself up from a, a door door frame uh, and I found different ways to do pull-ups, so that's the first video I did. Bodyweight Muscle started as Homemade Muscle, that was the first name, and it was a, a fitness... Uh, basically it was how to train at home, uh, a fitness project on how to train at home. Next question, tell me about the first year, what did you do right, wrong, what did you learn? Well, first year I would say I did both things wrong. <laughs> Uh, I had no idea on how to build a website, which I built by myself. I had no idea on how to shoot videos, so I sucked at presenting them. Uh, I didn't know how to edit videos, so I did bad video editing. Uh, I didn't know how to do good produce good content, I guess, original content. So I didn't produce original content. Uh, what did I do right? I guess it, it what I did came from from the heart it was something you know the things i created content about were things that i was doing i never did like a video or talked about something that i i wasn't practicing in my life next question describe the plan dream or desire in your heart in your sorry head at the time uh, i just wanted to make a living out of my passion which was fitness because you know i thought that would be really cool Not having to work an office job, a job that I hate, a job that's just putting out too much stress on my health, and doing something I like. Next question: What haven't you achieved with it yet that you'd like to? Um. Well, I I was pretty. I was pretty annoyed. Well, annoyed, not annoyed. I was pretty. I didn't have a lot of patience in the beginning. I wanted to get a lot more. Uh and a lot more and a lot bigger following than i have than i had than i always had but now when i look back it's like yeah my content was really bad to have more people following me so uh my plan now is to uh keep evolving and growing up my audience uh as long as my content is good i would like to i would like my audience to grow bigger If there had to be an enemy of bodyweight muscle, what would it be? What bugs you? What is bodyweight muscle the solution to? Overpriced gyms, misinformation, the healthy and fitness community world. Uh, well, I'm not against gyms. Uh, for me, an enemy. Hmm. An enemy would be misinformation, I guess, and uh, not learning to use your body Uh, you know trying to lift too many like weights and stuff like that and training machines dysfunctional machines uh, basically making people believe that you you can only get in uh, get in shape through a gym Uh, you know you can do it there as well but that doesn't have to be the case a lot of people don't like going to the gym a lot of people try like training outside by themselves so you know Going to the gym is not the only solution. Next question: How do you stay disciplined in your writing, filming, and editing? I uh, just get up every morning early. Very important, you know. If I don't get up early, if I get like up later than seven o'clock, I start them, every moment that passes. I feel that you know the day is gone. So I like to wake up at a quarter to six. That way, I have enough time to my work in a comfortable, way not being all uh, hasty uh, and in a hurry uh, and uh, you know I try to put to work on each of the most uh, I have like a list of five important things and I try to put at least uh, half an hour minimum to each of those things so you know and some things I work like one hour one and a half hour but I uh, at least I I have a minimum of of uh, minimum of thirty minutes of working at all the five most important things that uh, help me grow my business. Tell me a next question. Tell me about a mistake or an obstacle that you wish someone had warned you about. Hmm. Good one. Mistake or an obstacle. I would say that would be not caring that much about other people's opinion i think that's one of the worst things uh, it's it's helpful to find people that uh, put critique on you that criticize you uh, but do it in a in an unbiased way uh, that's where that's the place that you're gonna grow that you're gonna evolve from you know that crit- critique is good but Learning not to be dependent on everybody's opinion, learning not to uh, hold yourself back because of what people might say. Uh, that's probably the obstacle uh, I would warn me about, you know. And it's going to get to you always, other people's opinion. But you have to find ways to sometimes use uh, negative opinion from the crowd as. A signpost that you're heading towards the right direction you know sometimes uh, it's good if you if people look weird at you <laughs> when you're doing something different wrap up uh, wrap up questions less business more leisure so tell me three things on your bucket list three things on my bucket list uh, have a big uh, happy family uh, That's one, I guess. Number two, uh, travel a lot, get to see a lot more of the world. And number three, uh, feel more comfortable in my skin. I guess those are three things. Next, if you could enter a time machine that guaranteed you return and also made you invisible in time, in the time period you're visiting, where would you go? Hmm. Definitely not the future. I think it's a, it's not a good idea to visit the future. I would like to visit I wouldn't go that far back. Uh I think I'd go I'd go back to to ancient Greece, uh where like the first philosophers were were born like the the most famous ones, and uh, you know, see how how people lived back then in Athens, and uh, you know the listen to the conversations, see if uh, they match, you know, (laughs) the books we have now about that that era. Uh, uh, Either then or maybe that's okay. I'm gonna contradict myself a bit now, but uh, either that or really back in time. like uh, the first human beings were uh, starting to evolve you know when first when fire was first created uh, see how cavemen lived back then uh, yeah i because I, I also like evolutionary psychology so I, I like to see how how people lived back then next question tell me about a, a fun thing you are currently saving for fun thing um uh, mm. Uh, currently, I'm trying to uh, save some money to get a car. I'll give you two. Uh, I haven't had the car in a lot of years because I mainly use the bicycle, but uh, I'm going to be needing now one, especially for work. And uh, the other thing is uh, a trip to Tel Aviv, uh, Israel, where a buddy of mine is now. Uh, it's a place uh, it, I haven't been to. Towards that part of the world at all. So I'd like to visit there. What do you miss? Next question. What do you miss about being a kid? Uh, Being carefree. You know, waking up and just going outside to play. Being carefree. Not thinking about the next day, next week. uh, Not thinking about the future. Just being in the now. Enjoying the day for what it is. Next question, what constitutes a perfect day for you? Perfect day. Perfect day is a day that I wake up in time, the time I wanna wake up, uh, I'm productive, so I get a lot of work done and I also finish the day having some, some good laughs with friends, which is usually what I do on Fridays and uh, Saturdays. Next question. What was the last song you sang to yourself or someone else? (laughs) Okay. Last song. Uh, I'm lately starting to write my own songs just as a form of uh, decompression, expression. So the last song uh, I sang to myself was my own song, a song called Free. (laughs) So, yeah. That's what's, uh, and if you want a more commercial one, uh, what was I singing yesterday? or uh, No, nah, I don't remember what I was singing yesterday. So yeah, free, last song written by me. <laughs> uh, next question, if you could live in the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which one would you choose? Oh, the mind, of course. I mean, the body as well, uh, really important. But, uh, you know, if your mind is not healthy, uh, you know, that, that's that's the first and most important tool, uh, having a healthy mind. So, yeah, I would choose the mind. If you could wake up tomorrow with one superpower, what would it be? Hmm. It would be to heal faster (laughs) to heal instantly basically Uh, so you know like as an amputee with a prosthetic leg you often have some wounds some problems with your leg that uh you know limit you um and uh you know sometimes you have like injuries for from exercise and this and that so uh, i guess that would be it (laughs) i'd be happy enough just to have a simple power superpower like that Last question, your house is on fire and no person or animal you love is in it. What object do you save? My guitar for some reason. That's the first thing that popped in my mind. So that's the one I stick. And I guess that's because my latest form of meditation is my guitar. It's like one of the things I do every day for a little bit to get out of my stream of thoughts and uh, more in the flow, more in the in the now, in the in the non-thinking area of my head. So uh, there you go. Those were all the answers. I hope they're good. Again, sorry for the late reply. Trying to get organized here with a lot of new things. So uh, yeah, let me know if this covers your, uh, if this good, if you have any follow-up questions. And now uh, looking forward to the uh, interview. Take care.